Welcome, world, to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty-bitty pieces so I can understand it better, and hopefully you can too. I'm your host, Sean Townley. Today, we're going to talk about cash. Cash is king, right? Everybody talks about how if you have some cash, you can go a long way, but is that still true? So cash is legal tender. It's currency or coins that can be exchanged for goods and services or debt or a service. So we think about the green stuff, the coins here in the United States and other places. They have other versions of paper and coins that are not U.S. dollars. And a lot of countries have their own. The European Union has their own currency, but it's all cash. And it's believed that an estimated 8% of all the money in the world is cash. So if you think about that for a moment, that just doesn't kind of sound right. But if you think about it even further, you can see where it starts to be true. A lot of things that we, a lot of transactions we make don't include cash, the the bills and the coins anymore. A lot of it is done electronically. So only 8% of the money in the world is cash. So is it still king? Maybe it's going away. Cryptocurrency was on the rise, but now it's, seen a bit of a decline. It hasn't gone completely away, but uh, it certainly have had its share of bad days in recency. You know, last year, it seemed like it was on top of the world. Everybody wanted it. Everybody wanted to start incorporating it into their portfolio, and now it's gone. So we thought maybe cryptocurrency would take the place of cash, but, you know, we still want that anonymity. You know, we want to be able to spend money without people being able to track us, and it's getting harder and harder to do that. So what does anonymity mean for you? I mean, do you like to make certain transactions that you don't want people necessarily tracking through your credit cards or other ways? I I do. I certainly, there's some transactions that are, they're not illegal. It's just I don't necessarily want people knowing my business all the time when I want to make certain purchases. So uh, I think there should always be a way to do that. You know, a lot of people may say the other thing, you know, if you have nothing to hide, but uh, maybe, maybe you have some hobbies or interests that you don't necessarily want other people knowing about or you're trying to do something you know, to start up and you don't want people being all judgy about it. You know, we're seeing a lot of big data out there. So maybe, maybe cash, a version of cash will always be around. I thought it may be cryptocurrency. It may still be cryptocurrency. We're just in the new frontier when it comes to that. So what are reasons to carry cash? Well, there's reasons to carry cash. It's harder to spend than electronic payment. Now, there's been a lot of studies done about this where if you go out and you have a wallet full of cash, you have a visual on what's going on, right? You, ha- you can see that you're actually spending your money and some psychologists believe that that's, you know, kind of, it plays with your mind a little bit. You know, it's harder to hand over that hard-earned money than it is just to swipe a piece of plastic. Because if you swipe a piece of plastic or if you use your your phone to pay, it doesn't matter if the transition's one, $1 or $1,000. It still, it still feels like it's it doesn't really exist. I mean, you'll see the balances change, of course, but you don't get that kind of immediate, hey, I'm handing over a lot of money, especially if it's hundreds of dollars. You're, you're, hand, you're physically handing that over. So, I mean, that's, that's maybe a reason to carry cash. Maybe it'll help you slow down your spending. Maybe some people need that. They need that visual representation, and, and they see the reduction. I know when I was younger, I, I would go out and maybe have $100 in my pocket, go out with some friends, and I knew when the money was gone, the night was over for me, you know, because there was no swiping a credit card. I didn't, I didn't take a credit card. I only took cash. So that might be a reason, you know, help put limits on yourself so that you can stay within your spending plan going forward. It also keeps your spending categories in order. If you, if you subscribe to the Dave Ramsey 
school where, you know, you have the physical envelopes and you're putting money in there for food and, and shelter and clothing and you have your, your spending plan put together, you can, you can do that with cash. I mean, you can also do it with a spreadsheet. I do it with a spreadsheet today. I kind of have my own virtual envelopes, but it's still in a spreadsheet. And you can do that probably with some other applications. But that's another reason why maybe you want to use cash. You can physically divide up that money. And you know when one envelope is empty, that's all that you had for your spending plan for that particular category. So something to think about. It's also nice to have cash when you're going to do small purchases, especially when you're in places that you're not familiar with. You don't necessarily want to offer a credit card. You can, and they don't take like an Apple Pay or a Google Pay or anything like that. It's nice to be able to make small purchases with cash. So I always try to keep a little bit of cash on me. I know some people that never carry cash anymore. I also like to use cash for tips. You know, sometimes I may want to pay for my meal or a bar tab or something. I'll pay that on my credit card, but then. I'll turn around and I want to tip somebody, you know, in cash. So that seems like people really enjoy getting, you know, cash immediately. And uh, so, so I think that's always kind of a positive thing. Or if someone carries your bag, or or if you just want to, you know, just a little recognition of thank you for, you know, cleaning my hotel room or whatever. Sometimes cash is best for that. When electronic payments are down, or if they're not available to you, or if you can't get to an ATM, you know, it may be better to have some cash in your home or, or, you know, maybe in one of your safes or something like that. So try to keep some cash around you at all times. I mean, there are times where like if you lose electricity in your city and you're not able to get to an ATM, then it may be, it may be necessary for you to have some cash on hand. If, especially if you can't, you know, run your credit cards and stuff like that. So something to think about, you may never want to be in a position where you don't have any cash. So, uh, Something to think about. And then, you know, the thing about cash is payments are anonymous, especially when you're in places or smaller businesses where maybe you don't feel as comfortable about their security, about how they're going to treat your credit card and stuff. I mean, I know I've had to replace my credit card several times, unfortunately, you know, because things happen. People put scanners on them. You know, the chips have made it a little bit better, you know, so but the, but the criminals, the bad guys always seem to be one step ahead. So just be mindful of that. If you're in a place you feel is a little shady, maybe a little sketchy, it's probably best to use cash that we don't have to worry about any you know any information being transferred that you could potentially worry about and then sometimes cash prices are cheaper now i know this is probably not as true as it once was but there was a time where you know if you had a credit card i mean the, the gas stations used to take the cash price was always lower than the credit card purchase so if you were going to pay for things in cash sometimes it's a little bit cheaper if you're going to do something on Craigslist or, or you know offer up or something like that, sometimes you can offer cash, and it's a better it's a better incentive for you to be able to get more buying power, perhaps than you normally would in the past. So something to think about. I mean, I think there's always going to be a place for cash. It could be just that I'm getting old, you know, because it seems like younger folks don't feel that cash is necessary as long as they have a card or a phone that they can use going forward. So when is cash not reasonable? When is it not reasonable to pay in cash? Well, large purchases. I mean, if you're going to pay for a home or if you're going to pay for a car, you're probably not going to feel comfortable carrying around a briefcase full of cash, right? So it, it might still be better that you do something, you know, more electronic or on a loan or, you know, maybe through a uh, electronic purchase of some sort. So, yeah, that might be, you know, large purchases. I, I know I don't feel comfortable, you know, carrying large sums of cash on me. At any given time, and if I do, I definitely want to get that put in the bank or put in a safe or something. You know, put it in a place where it's not necessarily on my person. I don't want to be carrying all that going around all over the place, right? Uh, many places no longer take cash. 
You know, I've noticed that in a lot of um, concert venues and sports venues, uh, they don't take cash anymore. You know, even in some airports, I noticed this weekend we did some traveling and you you can't pay with cash anymore. No one seems to be taking it. And I can see why they're doing that. You know, cash is kind of a pain. You have to have somebody come in, take it out of your store. I mean, your potential for robbery. And also credit cards may be just easier. You know, you, you have to, to create some other security problems, but you don't have to worry about someone cleaning out your register going forward. And then, of course, there's online purchases. It's very hard to use cash when you're online buying things on the Internet, like most of us are and have been doing for the last several years. So cash isn't very practical then. So there are also times when people talk about cash, but it's not necessarily the physical coin and stuff. And this is when transactions happen very quickly, right? You're not going to put something on loan. You're not going to let something go for an extended period of time. So you may buy a large purchase, and after you've done it, like you do it with a credit card, you may come back and within that 30 days, you're going to pay cash. That way you, you've paid no interest. You've used somebody else's money. And, you know, that's, that's to me, that's still considered a cash transaction because you're not putting anything on credit for a very long time. It may be just a few days and could, you know, could be up to a month. And that's okay because you're not going to pay interest on that going forward. So I would consider that more of a cash transaction and you're not using the physical money to do it. So, and then, you know, Large purchases after you've made, you know, large purchases are made after you save the money. So we talked about before, we talked about layaway. There used to be a time where you could go in and buy something and you wouldn't get the thing right then. Like, so if you bought a bike and you put so much money down and you were going to pay so much weekly on it and they were going to hold it for you until you're able to pay for it. Well, you can kind of do that with this as well, right? So you could save up the money up front, the cash money. I mean, it could be put it in a jar then go put it in a bank, and then you could take that, take your credit card, pay it off, and then pay it off immediately. So that way you don't have to carry the cash to where the transaction is going to happen. But it's still because I would consider that a cash transaction. I mean, let me know what you think. I know you're not actually handing over the hundreds of dollars for the bike, or maybe sometimes thousands of dollars for the bike. But to me, if you save it up ahead of time and then you're paying for it, I think that's a better way to go. And I would consider that a cash transaction because you could have given them cash. But to protect yourself and probably them too, you didn't give them a whole bunch of money all at once. So I would consider that. So in recap, cash is legal tender, currency, or coins that can be used in exchange for goods, debts, or services. Only 8% of the world's money is is in cash. Then That's what I'm talking about for, for bills and coins. Uh, cryptocurrency has seen its ups and seen its downs. And right now, it seems to be on, its, on, on the down right now. We thought maybe that would replace cash because there was some an anonymity there. And then we talked about what anonymity is, you know, be, make, being able to make purchases without people being able to track you doing it. I think there's always going to be instances where we want to be able to do that so people don't, you know, have data on you that they could probably use against you later on. There's several reasons to carry cash. It's harder to spend, you know, from a psychological standpoint. When you run out of money, you're out of money. And that way you don't you don't go over and go into debt and, and rack up a bunch of fees. I mean, it's good for tipping. It's good for, you know, spending categories. If you want the envelopes, it can be, you know, that makes the payments anonymous. And sometimes the cash prices are cheaper. Uh, when is it not practical? Large purchases. When we're talking about buying cars or houses, I mean, it's not very practical. But you can still save that money up and maybe pay for it. In, in some sort of credit way, but be able to pay it off soon so you don't have to pay a lot of interest on it. To me, that's considered more of a cash transaction if you to pay no interest on it within a certain amount of time. So let me know what you think. Is cash still king? 
you know, is there a place for cash in the world? Do you believe that cash should just go away when you do everything electronic? Should that 8% just slowly start going away? Should crypto take over? I'd love to hear back from you. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley. You can find me on Twitter at Sean Townley. And then check out my website, seantownley.com. Until next time.